I'm Lisa Hyde, and welcome to the Confidence Crown Podcast. I believe one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is freedom. It all starts with your journey into self-belief and creating the confidence to live your life with abundance. Ladies, it's time to earn and own your crown and be the yes queen you are destined to be. Together, let's make it rain. Welcome back, babes. I'm super excited about this season's lineup of amazing, powerful, and ultra-badass women who are examples for all of us on how we can get it done. All right, we are back again, and we have a wonderful new guest today. Her name is Julianne Vaccaro, and she comes to us with a health and wellness background, and she actually has um, some experience that you've heard from my story about lessons with food and our health and our own physicality based on probably overdoing it a too much or doing an extreme um, lifestyle. And I know that was an issue for me and you heard about that in episode one. Um, but I'm really interested to hear how Julianne was affected and how she has recovered and is now helping many, many other women do the same. Yes. Thank you so, so much for that intro. I appreciate you. Um, yeah, it sounds like we have very similar stories in that extreme kind of restriction and just extreme methods and whatever it is that uh, we were doing. So my background, I started in the health and fitness industry about seven years ago, and it started from a very much rooted place of wanting to fix myself and to fix my image and be a certain way. And I was always chasing externally for something that was really going to fix me and give me the answers that I was looking for. Uh, so I started out being a holistic health coach and learned all of the holistic remedies and things like that. And it, it wasn't enough. So I, I went more towards the physical route and it was such a, a blessing looking back. Um, I was still on that, that hunt for something more and something bigger. So I started uh, in the, the physical realm of things and I was teaching boxing. So I taught at UFC gym for about four years. I went through yoga teacher training and <laughs> personal training. And then I found bodybuilding, which was like, ah, this will be it. This will save me. <laughs> um, um, so I competed for about four years. I did bikini and figure competitions and wow. yeah, it was, uh, it was, that's a, extreme. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> that's really extreme. Yes, um, so I did, oh gosh, everything under the sun to try and get this perfect image. And I did for a little bit, but it, there was still a, this oddly, this like void still there. <laughs> um, and so coming, I, I, I kind of got to a point in the competing career where it was just this decision that I had to make, like, do you want to fit into this box and do you want to go even more extreme to be a bikini competitor or fit into the figure, uh, you know, category and really change your body and do even more extreme things. And both just didn't feel right to me. I kind of was in the middle. Um, and so I just took it, I, I took a step back and decided that I wanted to live for me and train for me and eat for me and work on myself ultimately. So from that point forward, I really had to heal my body from the inside out on every level. Mm -hmm. um, my gut health was awful. My, I, had, I had amenorrhea, so I had no period. I was just an awful relationship to food. I had went from this really holistic raw vegan approach to having adrenal fatigue and then fixing that and then going into competing. And so it was like, okay, I need to take all of these things and really focus on what works for me and find my own kind of balance. Um, and then moving forward from there, there was just more of the mindset and spiritual development and a lot of internal shifts. And so leading to where I'm at now, now I work with women in 
my program called Goddess Reclamation, um, really just encompassing all of the, you know, reclaiming of your power, of your body, of your food, of the relationship that you have with yourself to really step into the life that you're wanting to live, that abundant, free, full self-expression life. (laughs) Well, big congrats because that's a rough road. It is not easy what you've been through and you've come out the other side and you are just glowing and you're sharing this message with so many women and it's so important for them to hear it. Any extreme is is bad. Um, Even when it comes to the food you're eating, the exercise you're doing, just an extreme is that. And people get lost in it. Um, like you said, you're trying to achieve a certain body image. Um, and even with adrenal fatigue, you're still going at it. You're like, hang on, listen, your body is yelling at you. Hey, give me a break. Yeah. I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to listen. I'm fine. Adrenal fatigue, no big deal. Um, and I went through the same thing and that adrenal fatigue is man years in the rebuilding Mm-hmm. Um, and healing from that. So I applaud you so much. Um, what, you know, I guess what was like the defining moment where you said, okay, enough's enough. I'm going to make a healthy life choice here. Yeah. I think there were multiple points in my journey where that was, there was that moment of like, whoo, all right you know, you're at this crossroads right now where you're either going to continue on this path and it could be really dark. Um, or, you know, you really have to work on those bigger seated issues. So I would say there was a few points. I think the first one was at the end of that competing career where I was in between divisions and it was, okay, stop training and stop eating because you need to shrink your muscle. You're too, you're too muscular now or, uh, go into figure and just totally totally like lose your body. I felt like it was like, right. you know, go to just extremes to fit into this mold. Um, so that was the first point I would say where I really just knew, like I wanted to train for myself and be happy for me. And I was so, so tired of trying to fit in this box and this mold of what competing you know, kind of asks for, and it's not to say anything bad about competing, but there are standards and your body has to look a certain way and we're not all built that way. And so it was like, I was trying to fit myself into this box that my body sure could have gotten to, but, uh, it just wasn't, there was a lot of compromise for me. It felt like I was compromising every other area of my life and just completely destroyed the, the little bit of healthy relationship that I had with food and myself before that. And so I was going to say it, I think it, your food relationship and your uh, intimate friends, I mean, every, cause you were consumed with what you were and weren't eating. Am I right? Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. There was, that was all of my identity. And I was totally fine with that for the first few years until yeah. again, there was, it turned into, you know, it went from this, like, I can eat this every day and I can do this all the time. And I don't care what I have to sacrifice because I'm going to be this. And then right. it went to, just shambles and everything was kind of up and I was really down. Oh, yeah. Oh, I feel for you. Um, I, <laughs> I've always fluctuated in weight. I've always, um, but I've always been an athlete. So it was, it was de- dependent on the sport I was doing. And if I wasn't doing that sport, things would change dramatically. So I was always looking for like, what was the next workout? What was the next sport going to be to allow me to, eat what I wanted and 
um, stay fit. And I got into some extreme training eight years ago with Tracy Anderson. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the face she's giving me, she's heard of her. Um, <laughs> yeah. So two hours a day, six days a week um, in a heated room. And I shut everything down. Ad- adrenals, my cortisol was off the charts. Mm. Um, I, I, it, instead of shrinking and getting tinier and whatever she calls her accessory muscle toning, blah, 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 blah. Because <laughs> at home during her DVDs, I had a tremendous success. I, mm-hmm. It was 30 minutes, an hour, a total of an hour a day um, doing her home DVDs. And I had incredible success. And I was like, this is awesome. It's, I love this. And it was so easy. They opened a studio down the street and I was probably like the first in line to sign up and to meet with her and to be like, oh, if I do it with her, can you imagine? I'm going to look like Gwyneth. Like it's me and Gwyneth working out every day. (laughs) It was insane because it's, the method is two hours a day. I was like, well, I didn't say any of that in the DVDs. And I just went from being like, again, healthy, happy, and like enjoying like the changes in my body from being able to sculpt it a certain way to sure. being the complete opposite. I looked like I was wearing a down blanket. Like it was yeah. like the cortisol like took off and I was so puffy and the inflammation. I'm still fighting inflammation eight years yeah. later. Mm-hmm. I believe it. Yeah. I think, you know, a lot of the women that I work with now in the program, a bunch of them are ex-competitors, but also it's, it's not just ex-competitors and that's what I, I mean, I, I was going to say I love, but just the offering is, is that so many of, so many women out there are following something like that where it's, you know, we see these fitness models or competitors as that sport has really risen and we look at them as, as a model for health and it's not a model for health. And so many women out there are replicating that kind of style to fit that mold and just running their bodies into the ground and their relationships and and that that mindset is just the driving piece behind it. So, yeah, it was it was pretty devastating. And um, and you know, I looking back, I can see all the red flags for sure. But when I was in it, I was so in. Like I was like I believed everything she said, even though I was questioning her and and questioning her to her face. Like I keep reading about this thing called cortisol. It sounds like I've got no. Mm. If that was real, I would have it. And I mean, it was just. Yeah. Oh God. So sucked in. And then she's, you know, she had an eating disorder. So she then put it on me saying, well, that's the reason why you're gaining weight is that you must be a closet eater. You must have eating issues. And I was like, I didn't until now, because now you've made me afraid of every single food on the planet. Right. So it was this weird like cycle. And again, on the outside, my friends were like, what the hell are you doing? And I'm like, Mm. I'm, but look, (laughs) look, I'm crazy. Um, so yeah, I, (laughs) (laughs) um, it, it took a long time. And I, I, I just, again, I applaud you because you've been through it. I love that you're helping people. And I love that you're able to share your story and be able to look at it and also say like, Hey, that was, that was a little too much. Um, again, yeah. people who are in that industry, congrats. Like I, you know, I look at the rock and he looks amazing. Um, he also works out like a maniac every yeah. single day. So life balance, like we need to find yeah. something in between so we can be happy and healthy all the way around. Well, I think, I think a lot of the mindset is the issue behind it because I mean, for me at that time, it didn't matter 
what I had to do to get there. It was just, I need to get there and I need to do it fast. And so that need to just be so fast with the process drives us to do all these really extreme methods and diet pills and waist trainers and all of these things. And so a lot of what was kind of an issue for me internally at that time was feeling like there was this, just knowing that I, I should be able to achieve that and sustain it in a healthy way. But all the methods that are being shown to me are really unhealthy. And having gone through like the health coaching school that I had been through, I I just wasn't really making sense for me. And so a lot of it was just like two programs running with like, no, I know I can do this. And I, and I know that I can hold this, but there were the methods weren't there. And so, um, you know, from that point now, I, I, I maintain a, like a, a lean shape and I, I feel as if I'm, you know, this, this is like my happy place before that competing took a turn and you can maintain it and you can have that without the extremes. Absolutely. And I assume that's what you help your clients with as well. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Get happy with themselves. And also this is a confidence builder. I mean, so much of our society is, you know, determine women in particular about our appearance and how we're supposed to look a certain way or feel a certain way. And like you said, you it didn't matter how hard you worked maintaining a certain um, aesthetic. Your body just was saying, "Hey, I this is not going to work." Like my, like we all kind of have a. I want to. I don't know. You can confirm this way. We kind of have a set weight, and our body, you know, can fluctuate a little back and forth. But it seems like we kind of go back and forth. Like we never. Your body really kind of tells you, like, this is it. This is where we're going to be. You need to be happy with who you are. Be healthy, but. We're kind of we're kind of made it for this. <laughs> this is this is why we all are different body types, and yeah. and we have to love each other for who we are. One hundred percent. I think that we all have different structures and different sizes and different things that work. And I think that that was a lot of what kind of came from the competing was like was the comparison because yeah. it was part of the process. And so I think that I think that like. You, you can really shift your body and change the, the, and shift the things that you're wanting to, but it has to come from that place of wholeness and, yeah. and love. And I feel like the work behind that is so important to tackle first. And that's, that's what we do in the program now. Like it, the mindset piece and the desires are, if that's there for you, cool, let's get you there. But we're going to work on all of this other stuff first, because no matter what you do, it's never going to be enough and you're not going to be able to sustain it. Right. Right. And how do you, or do you ever talk about, um, I don't want to say unfair expectations, but so as a woman, when Mm -hmm. I'm smaller, um, I get a different type of reaction from people and I get a different reaction when I'm heavier. And sometimes it kind of plays with your head. Like, well, I'm exactly the same person. doesn't matter what my weight is. Why are you treating me differently? Do you ever discuss like your own in that mindset, like how to deal with the fact that you have to be happy at both of those sizes because you do get different, you attract different people, I should say, I guess, or people say different things to you um, at different weights. It's very interesting. They feel like they can give you feedback uh, when you're heavy and they feel like they can give you feedback if you're too thin. Yeah. You know, I had this conversation with a friend of mine the other day. Uh, I don't know what sparked the conversation, but she was referencing how when she was pregnant, 
you know, before her whole life, she was always thin and lean and beautiful. And then she got pregnant and she was still treated the same way and men would open doors for her. And then after her pregnancy, she kind of, she, she struggles a little bit with weight. And she was saying, it was like, what the hell is going on? Like men are not holding the door for me and, and doing all of these things. Um, and that's such a crazy thing to really think about, but, but I, but I'm sure it does exist in society. So I think to kind of answer your question, I find that, you know, we work a lot around spirituality and energy. And I truly believe that the energy that you bring forward is what you're going to be met with. And so I think that while I think that, you know, when we're in a place of, of lack, when we're not fully embodying that self-love and, and wholeness, that we're, we're going to be more prone to seeing those things. And I find that even the clients that I work with, like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. And that, that confidence, that feeling is just a feeling and you create that. And if you show up in your world and in your environment in that way, you're going to be met with those bigger, brighter energies and those other energies are not going to come to you. And so I find that that, that confidence that you speak of and that just embodiment of, of self-love and pleasure and everything is just so important because the energies that you met, that you meet with are different. And again, when you can solidify that and really work on that piece and, and, and raise your frequency in that way, and then you make those shifts in your body, you're, you're just calling in like totally different energies. So I would say the self piece is massive. <laughs> Awesome. Amen to that. Um, <laughs> that's great. Cause obviously I was kind of wiggling around there to wanted to get you to talk about confidence, but trying to lead you in because I do see a difference. I mean, men do treat me differently. I mean, mm-hmm. I've had, doesn't matter. I mean, they like me at all sizes, but, but there yeah. is a difference. And then you start to wonder like, wait a second, why are you only treating me? Why are you only talking to me when I'm this size? Like that's the weird thing. But yes, it's all, I think it's all about the frequency. I think it is all that we project. And I think building confidence from the inside out is key to sustainability. (laughs) Like just doesn't matter. But um, I feel for your friend who went through the pregnancy because I have watched that with my friends as well. And it's Mm. tough and to watch people react to you differently. It's like, are you kidding me? Like she just, she created another human. (laughs) You should be letting her walk across you to get out of the car. Yes, totally. Like, do you know what this body made? Yeah. Like you cannot even imagine what she went through. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Do you like to do group trainings or do you like to do one-on-one? How do you like to function with your programs? Yeah. So I do both. Um, I've done one-on-one for a long time and now I've transitioned to group coaching and I offer both one-on-one and group. And it's a both. I love both spaces. I like the community aspect of the group and really having women come together. Um, I also really love the intimacy of a one-on-one container. And a lot of the women coming into the program have uh, very like have had very severe eating disorders in the past. And so they've been in inpatient facilities or um, have really went through years of therapy, but there's still this just disconnect from them and their body and food. And so you know, I love that one-on-one container in that way. And then, but earlier I mentioned that there's been a couple of points in my process where that was like, okay, I have to make this decision. And, you know, after that body one was, there was still almost that chase for, for happiness, for that enoughness to feel deserving and worthy. And so another piece of that old story was, was abusive relationships. And so there was one that ended pretty traumatically. And it was that 
you know, it didn't, it didn't really feel like I had a choice. It was like, okay, this knocked me open for the most beautiful of reasons to really do that deep healing. Um, and so a lot of the women that I call into are, you know, have been through abusive relationships or sexual abuse. And so, um, both containers are just a little bit different, but yeah, I would say that a lot of, you know, entrepreneurs and, and high achievers that are really wanting to to come into their full authenticity and expression and clear out all of those old stories and free up the energy with food and body. Yeah, absolutely. That's beautiful. Um, I love the spiritual side of that. I think that's an amazing element that you've incorporated um, because it is so many levels. It's not just the food, not just the exercise, but it really is getting in touch with those limiting beliefs and as I just had another conversation, we're just like talking about like acknowledging them, letting them be and let them go. Yes. Totally. <laughs> let them go. Um, <laughs> they have not brought us anything positive. Time <laughs> to let them go. So yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, mm. Do you do um, a lot of work in the Denver area? Are you all over? Where, where, where can we find you? Yeah. So, so I'm local in Denver. Um, I will start to have local meetups and retreats and events and things like that. Um, currently I do everything online and, uh, the sexology component is being worked into goddess reclamation as well. So I am completing a somatic practitioner program to be able to do in-person table work with that as well. So there will be in-person offerings as well soon. Um, but currently right now I do all one-on-one and group coaching online and yeah, those are my main gigs. And I, I love it. Wait, go back to what you're, what you're training in right now. Is it some, some similar to Reiki as you? It's a little bit, it's, it's a lot more intense than Reiki. Okay. So I would say Reiki, they're both energy work. Um, mm-hmm. Reiki is a little bit more, there's not usually physical touch or labor. Uh, somatic is a much more intense method where you're really releasing old stories and traumas and abuse from the body, just memories really. So you're going in uh, breath sound movement, clearing out all of that stuff. Um, and the, I completed my own type of somatic therapy healing program within myself. And so I'm going back to those healers. So there's a sexology component uh, incorporated in with their work and will be with mine as well. So uh, the pleasure component and really working on that sensuality and sexuality. Fantastic. Um, Is there a special name for all of this or is it just under you? So uh, somatic sexology is okay. is the practice. I'll be a somatic sexologist. Um, so, you know, my program, Goddess Reclamation, is a combination Gosh, of holistic, you. yeah, holistic health, uh, spiritual psychology, and somatic sexology. And then I'll be offering the somatic sexology table work, like the hands-on things in a separate container. That's fantastic. And how did you get turned on to it? So did somebody reach out to you and say, hey, this is going to, I think this might help you. How did, how did you make this change and shift? Yeah. So again, that turning point with the, the end of an abusive relationship, there was, um, it was, there was some trauma in my body around that. And so I, I had felt like I had done so much of the, the logical mindset work and healing around it. And I felt so clear, mm-hmm. uh, but I, but you know, experiences happened and I felt my body lock up in a lot of different ways. And so I just knew there was, you know, it was like, I could only get so far with the work that I knew to do mm-hmm. and the other healers and coaching and things that I had done. And so it was, I knew that it was this physical piece for me and I knew that it was geared around my sexuality as well. And so we'll just to kind of key you into that, that last relationship had ended. Um, it was, in a, it was a very manipulative relationship, but it ended in a mm-hmm. pregnancy that was kind of forced on 
forced from his part. So it was intentional. Um, and so that was, you know, traumatic for me in my own body. And so again, it was just like memory stored up there. And I had actually heard of the practitioners on a podcast and then reached out to them and scheduled a session and, um, they do a six session program. And so I just, I instantly knew that there was where I needed to be. I didn't fully necessarily understand or, or know what I was getting myself into, but I just felt this insane pull to me in that mm-hmm. direction. And it was just a beautiful gift because I know that this work is where I'm supposed to be as well. And so it all was just a beautiful unfolding. Uh, that is, oh my gosh, sorry. That's like, I got chills. That's really, <laughs> that's really awesome. Um, I'm so happy you found your calling and in such a an amazing way. I mean, again, you can't see her, but she's just glowing. (laughs) Um, and you obviously are, you know, exactly where you're supposed to be. Um, and I'm, I'm excited to hear how you continue on. And I love the name goddess reclamation. I think it's all very exciting. I definitely want to learn more about your projects and, um, your offerings, because I think there's something in there for everyone. Um, I know people come to me, who maybe have addiction issues or they're going through, um, I was going to say another abusive relationship, like a bad divorce. And Mm -hmm. there's, there's elements to all of this that I think cross over into what you're doing. And I think a lot of them would benefit from hearing about, um, that extra bit of work you're doing because there, it, it does get stuck in you and you think you've worked through it. And like you said, I've, I, I, I got rid of it on the logical side. Like, I know that this was not me. This is, I'm, I've moved on, but yeah, boy, it just sinks in. (laughs) So, yeah. Well, I I would say for those listening that are kind of connecting with that feeling, um, is, is, it's it's connecting, reconnecting to your body in a different way on a, in a, in a more intimate way. And so Mm -hmm. self-pleasure has been a huge component in that and getting, um, you know, my clients just connected to their body in that way and working in sex magic and bringing your, your create, what you're wanting to create and manifest into your self-pleasure practice and, and creating from that place. And it's just been incredible to incorporate that into the program because it's almost like, see these little light bulbs go across, like yeah. go off across these women that are the, just the pleasure component is absent. And mm-hmm. I know it was there for me. It wasn't there. And it was so much in my internal masculine of needing to do and needing to get to and needing to perform that I completely lost touch with that feminine side and mm-hmm. that feminine power and the flow. And I mean, when you connect to that place, you just, I mean, I can, I can say I, I went from doing all of the, the masculine internalness mm-hmm. to completely swinging into the feminine. And I don't feel like I've worked a day in the last three or four months. I feel like I've just been playing and, and yeah. finding pleasure and leading from that place of turn on and everything's just really shifted and, and found me. And it's a, it's been a beautiful, beautiful thing to watch and to kind of be like, oh, wow, wow, I was doing it wrong for so long. <laughs> I wouldn't say wrong, but I think it's just, <gasps> we, we don't know until we know, yeah. right? Well, you just don't know until you know. Um, mm-hmm. I, I had a really incredible experience. It was actually with Shaman Durek. I'm not sure if you know who he is. Um, he's a third generation shaman. He's like the real deal, but he's about empowering women. And it's his thing is, well, <laughs> getting it out of you. Um, yeah. And I had a session with him and I 
I, what I imagined it was going to be and what it actually turned out to be was completely <laughs> different. Um, but it was one of these like full body experiences. Honestly, I felt like I was, I had levitated off the couch and there were angels and spirits and, um, all kinds of, people in there helping me, guides, getting me through this. And it was wild, but he was very clear about a woman's power and where it's centered. Mm -hmm. And if we, not if we use it for good or for bad, but basically the, the control and the power that we do have. Um, and when we turn it on, um, what we can accomplish. And he yeah. was actually kind of the catalyst for me not just doing the podcast, but to write a book, he kept telling me, you're not being creative enough, you know, because I too would be very masculine. I'm, I think they call it an alpha female. Sure. Um, I've always been very work minded. I don't know, but I love this. I mean, this is, this is me. There's always a work-life balance, but it's who I am. But someone who's in a spiritual world will tell me that I have more masculine than feminine energy, even sure. though I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm as girly <laughs> as they get. Um, but he was, he was very, it was very interesting for him. Like as he's doing this, like full body work on me and he was like, uh, your vagina is very powerful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to my editor. Um, and, um, and I was like, well, I, you know, I've, I've been told it's magical, but okay, thank you. I'll take it from you as well. Um, but then he was just like, but he's like, but the guys are saying you are not living up to your full like expectations. Like you're, you're, you have more to offer this world and you are not working your creative side. You are only working the other side. And so until you tap into that, um, you, like basically like you're wasting time here, like do, yeah. do what you're supposed to do here. And I was like, holy moly. So mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I love the, magic like, is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, like I said, I had no idea what I was really getting into. Kind yep. of like, it sounds yep. like you had a similar experience. Yep. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it is it's so powerful. And mm -hmm. I just think there's so many mixed messages and stories and programs running that we have. And there's so much shame and judgment and just keeping us from our power, which you know, I feel like that, that that was why those things were put in place to keep us from. Right. Right. How dare <laughs> you have emotions and strength yeah. and yeah, whatever. Yeah. How dare you be so powerful. Yeah. That's right. And we really are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Juliana, before we say goodbye, um, I, you don't even know this, I'm sure, but I used to be a talent agent and manager and there's a game we used to play in my former life where we asked the question, who would play you in the story of your life? Oh my goodness. I've never been asked this before. <laughs> and it's more about like your just first gut instinct. Who, which, and it could be an actor, but which actress would, would play you in the story of your life? Oh my gosh. That's, that's a great question. And there's no wrong answer. It's just more kind of fun. It gets gets people an idea of who you are and who you like. I feel like me keeps coming up, which is not an answer. You know, it's funny because I think, you know, we're on, we're on this topic, subject of somatic and all these things. I think a lot of the story that I used to play was, uh, or I think that is tied into being so detached from our feminine is my experience was so much living outside of myself and outside of my body. And so it was always like, viewing my life from this third eye view, from this bird's eye view of just looking down and like, okay, you have to act this way and be this way. And so, you know, this shift has been 
powerful in that I'm living out of my own two eyes. And so I almost want to hold that vision and say, me, I want to play myself. Well, all right. So there you go. There There you go. There is no actress that can hold up to the original. So that's fantastic. I love it. Um, Please let the audience know where they can find you best. And if there's anything in particular you'd like to promote or share with anyone, this is the space. Totally. Thank you so much. So um, I'm most active on Instagram. My handle is my first and last name. So Julie Ann Vicaro, uh, two N's, two C's, one R. And uh, my website's the same, julianvicaro at gmail.com. And my program, Goddess Reclamation, uh, like I mentioned, is a one-on-one or group coaching program. And the next round launches July 1st. So we are, we're going for it. We're doing it big. And then all the somatic services will be open and available soon. Fantastic. Well, it was such a pleasure. I'm, I think I'm going to talk to you off um, offline here. Let me know if you do any retreats because I think there'd be some fun things to do together because yeah. um, I really love what you're what you're doing. So thank, thank you. you so much for being a guest today. And um, until next time. Perfect. Thank you so much for having me. Well, that was just incredible. I hope you enjoyed Julianne as much as I did. Please make sure to check out her site. And if there was something that resonated with you with today's conversation, please tag us at The Confidence Crown on Instagram so that we can respond to you. And if you love this episode as much as I did, please make sure to subscribe and leave a review and then tell three friends to do the same so that I know that you know that I know you're listening. Thanks.